Manhattan's beat. Jim and the Bitcoin biz barometer coming up during our next half hour. I want to get into Mayor Mitchell's proposal for a recall process for elected officials in the city of New Bedford. We'll get into that in just a bit. But before I go down that road and I have to admit, I got some of this information courtesy of the Boston Globe. I got the idea from the Boston Globe. I put up a Facebook post sometime uh, late morning yesterday, early afternoon. And the post was about landlines or cell phones. Now, a woman friend asked, what made you do that? And I said, well, you know, cell phones have been out for quite some time now. I've, I've had a cell phone for a quarter of a century. That's a long time. And in many of the homes that I go into, quite frankly, I don't see too many landlines. And it made me wonder, well, who is operating at home with a landline phone? And who is only existing off of a off of a cell phone? Now, woman friend and I, woman friend 100%, unless she's sneaking around using the uh, the house phone, but 100% for woman friend. She is 100% cell phone. And I'm 98% the landline. And, you know, that might even be questionable. We'll get into that in just a bit. Is more or less a business oriented phone for me and you think well well i also use my cell phone for business that's that would be why i i don't give out that other number too too often i do but special occasions more or less so my question to you as uh the question was up on on facebook who still uses a landline It also begs the question, what exactly is a landline? Because quite frankly, to me, a landline is any phone that is connected either through Verizon or Comcast, a Spectrum, Charter, you know, one of those companies. People have told me that a landline has to be one of those connected to the wall and then to a telephone company. Well, to me, Comcast, Xfinity, which, whichever one it is, they are a phone company. And it might go through a router, but it's the same to me. It, it also brought up the question about phones because I remember we had this you know, when I grew up, we had this kitchen phone, big yellow kitchen phone, kind of matched the refrigerator and, and stove. And I remember it had a long coiled cord. So I could answer the phone on the kitchen, in the kitchen, and go all the way into the family room 
and sit down on the chair in the family room and talk on the phone. Or if I wanted to, I could walk in the opposite direction and and take that phone into the dining room. That's how long the cord was. And many families had phones like that. When I first moved to to Dartmouth, I think we I think we must have taken the phone with us because we certainly had a kitchen phone with a long, long cord. Then after a while, we went out and we got these cordless phones. And the cordless phone was hooked up to Verizon at that particular time. It might have been a different name than Verizon, but uh, Verizon is the name that I can associate with. And then uh, the cordless phones, you know, you could walk around wherever in the house with, you know, it had a, a central base, but there were three other phones, a couple of upstairs and, and a couple downstairs. And you could, you know, talk on the phone. The phones invariably didn't end up back on the hook unless somebody like myself was walking around and saying, oh, which one did this come from and, and hang it back up. But is a cordless phone on a landline? That's the long and short of that. So... It's amazing. You, 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 at least with me, when I start talking about something seemingly important, nobody wants to respond on Facebook. <laughs> but the landline cell phone question, I got quite a few, quite a few responses. Judy has to remind me if somebody that I, I grew up with. Her father was actually one of my doctors. She reminds me, I used to talk on the phone all the time. Oh, thanks, Judy. I appreciate that. Gary, no landline. If connected to a router, isn't that voice over internet protocol? Do not consider that a landline. And he only uses a cell phone. Janet, I have that phone. I need landlines for a part-time job. And there are people. You know, you, you work for some of these companies like a like a bank where you're you're doing inbound receiving of phone calls they want you to have a Verizon type phone they don't want voice over internet protocol i know some of the rules have changed but way back then they didn't want that my my ex-wife used to have to have a Verizon type phone when she worked from home Things have changed over the years, but that's the way it used to be. Doug, no landlines here. Jeff, I have my Xfinity cell and a landline base station on my nightstand, which is connected to three more codeless phones. Wow. Jeff lives out in the boonies. And he says every once in a while it's very difficult for him to have cell phone coverage. Okay, I get it. Bruce, what's a landline? Really? 508-996-0500. That's how you get onto the program. Landline, cell phone, which dominates over at your place. 37 degrees in Mattapoisett.
37 in Dartmouth, 38 in New Bedford, where Mayor Mitchell earlier this week sent a letter over to the city council basically bringing up something that he said he was going to work on. And what he worked on is a recall process for elected officials. He said he was going to work on it, so he kept that promise. And I've actually read the letter, and I don't really see anything wrong with what the mayor is outlining. Here's where I do have a problem where I might want to stamp the cigarette butt out, so to speak. There's a process underfoot. It will be a longer process. In fact, Catherine, if you happen to be listening today, maybe you went on with some of the other people, but I would love to hear what you what you're thinking about all of this. But you may recall last year there were a group of people really spearheaded by by two people to try to get a recall process in the city of New Bedford, basically recalling the New Bedford city councilors. Or I say recalling them, putting a term limit on those councilors because the city does not have a recall process. What that group found out is that However way they were guided, they were misguided. And basically there was a a much more extensive process that they need to go through. But they have started to go through that process. And I think when it comes to matters of a city charter, you need to get the city voters involved here. And so I I think that I I, I have no idea how the city council will vote on on something like this. It's something near and dear to them. It's only a recall type measure, but it certainly does open up a can of worms. That stated, a recall process does need to be in place, not only in New Bedford, probably uh, in every city and town here in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. So I do support having a recall mechanism. I don't think it should be a recall mechanism set up by city officials. In this particular case, the mayor and the city council. And then I think it needs some type of home rule petition. So then it goes to the legislature. I think that this is something that the voters of New Bedford have to think hard and seriously how they want to amend the charter for a recall process. By the way, I I did not see and I I don't know if uh, this whole recall process, it says for elected officials, 
I don't see anything in here that mentions the school committee. Maybe there is a recall process for the school, school committee that is different than the process for the city council and mayor. I, I don't know. I don't see anything in the mayor's letter. Nothing about assessors. Not that folks really want to recall an assessor, but I don't see anything listed in, in the letter in regards to that. Again, this is something that maybe Catherine's process over the years can piece together. But again, I, I, I believe, I, what's your thought? 508 There were lots of folks that wanted a recall way back when, and I go way back when because I'm thinking summer into the fall period of time, there were a lot of people that were sitting down itching, itching for something like this. And then, of course, dead because it wasn't the correct process. Okay, you live, you learn. Been there, done that. I can't tell you how many times. That doesn't mean that that they gave up on the process, and I and I think that they should move forward. Okay, let's hear from you. 508-996-0500. That's how you get onto the program today. Hello. Hey, good morning, Brian. Good morning, Brian. <laughs> uh, I was listening to your um, cell phone landline. Uh, well, you know, I have, I've had my landline, and I still have it, the same number for about 47 years now. Wow. And um, a couple of years ago, I was thinking of um, disconnecting it. But then I called, and I, I called Verizon, and I was, you know, trying to figure out how I could keep the landline with the minimal cost per month. And so... Um, you know, what they, they told me, I figured, yeah, that's fine. I can swing that. So um, I do have it, and I am keeping it. And believe it or not, um, in the past, when things, there were issues sometimes with the cell phone, um, it was a good thing that I did have the landline to call a family member just to let them know that, um, you know, there were issues with my cell phone. And then if people were trying to, um, you know, get a hold of me, not to worry about thinking that something had happened. Um, but, you know, if you really think about what happened in California this week with the AT&T cell phone um, situation, um, you know, it really makes you think, is it not a good idea to have and keep a landline? Um, I know in today's society, we're all about the electronics, but with all the hacking that goes on, um, you know, what would people really do, um, you know, if, if the landline wasn't available for them? And let's just say cell phone service got hacked, was down for a good week or more. You know, how would you, um, and even the 911, I guess, from what I understand, didn't work. So, you know, what would you do? Just think about it. So, I mean. Well, I can you give know, you. A little bit of uh, something like that. I was in California in 1989 when the big earthquake happened during the World Series period. We didn't have Uh cell phones back then or very few people. They might have had a bag phone, but cell phones weren't around. And 
phone service did go down. Where mm-hmm. I lived, um, there was no phone service. Where I worked, we had uh, not only the bag phone that we could use, but we we had limited power because um, we had a generator and we could generate office phones. Right. But otherwise, you couldn't use any phone and nobody had a cell phone. So, But I, I, I bring that up because, you know, we did live in a day and age when we didn't have cell phones. Right. And, and I can remember, you know, where's, where's that telephone booth every once in a while? But, right. No. Yeah, but, but I mean, right. we, we, we can we will survive. It's 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 amazing, though, if you go out of the house and you feel you in your pocket and the cell phone's not there, you turn around and you go right back into the house. I know. But but just I mean, just picture, you know, again, um, in the society we're living in and with everything that happens. Um, let's just say, think about it, though, if there if there is no cell phone service at all for a whole week. Um, how would people, you know, again, and I'm not saying that, you know, the landline is the answer to everything, but the landline is a backup. And if it's not there, because we know the majority of, of people in this country do not have a landline, how will you communicate with people? Like if, if something happens, if you need something, um, you know, a lot of, Places still do have the landline service because, you know, again, they have it as a backup of those things that are, you know, places that are important. But other than that, um, and I think, you know, people would think twice if something like that happened. I wonder if something like that did occur, if they'd all be like, you know, oh, my God, I got to get, you know, my landline installed and put in um maybe you know, i mean but, sir, look, you know, I, guess, I guess folks i i don't know i can't i can't speak for anybody else i'm not sure that i'm going to turn around and and get a, a a landline installed you know and, and and i say it like that because i do have voice over internet protocol i don't know if if folks consider that a landline or not but certainly without electricity, you can't do well, anything. Yeah, Brian, but I have to tell you, for the amount that Verizon charges just to um, have the landline with nothing, absolutely nothing on it, um, <laughs> really, it, it, it's, I mean, unless, you know, you're really, really um, tight financially. I mean, I am on a, a limited uh, fixed income, but to me, you know, if it means a, a couple of less uh, coffee, a cup of coffees a week to have at the end of the month, that landline. Um, and not even that, I mean, maybe one cup of coffee a week for four weeks. Hmm. Um, I think it's worth it for me. But anyway, well, do you know, and it might be, I, I think it's one of those to each their own. Right. And I'm glad to hear your, your side of the street. I don't know that I would go out and, and get another one, but I appreciate right. the call. All right, have a good day. You too. 508-996-0500. That's how you get onto the program today. Let's head over to Studio 6 and 7 eights. And that's where Jim Phillips is with a Town Square Sunday update. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, everyone. I'm Jim Phillips. Here's what's happening this week on Town Square Sunday. We'll have a serious discussion with UMass Dartmouth history professor Brian Williams about two of the world's hotspots, Ukraine and Gaza. 
Former Mayor John Bullard discusses his life of public service and his book, Hometown, in an encore interview. And we'll hear about the ongoing South Coast Snackdown, where the public is deciding which local bakery makes the best sweetbread. Join me for Town Square Sunday, Sunday morning at 6 and 11, on 1420 WBSM and 99.5 FM. Thank you very much, Jim. It is time now for the Bitcoin Business Barometer as we measure the universal crypto marketplace. Let's see. Bitcoin. Bitcoin is down. Down this morning. Down to $51,050. Down $669 from last Saturday at this time. Ethereum is up 181 bucks, coming in at 2957 Binance Coin at 380 is up 14 Solana down 7 at 102 XRP, 55 cents, that's down a penny. Cardano, 58 cents, even, same as it was last Saturday, 58 cents. And... Avalanche is down $3, coming in at $36 this morning. And that's your Bitcoin business barometer for today, February 24, 2024. A lot of 24s. As you know, I get my numbers from coinmarketcap.com because they have those numbers updated every second of every day. Coin marketcap.com 508-996-0500 a couple of things that we have broached this morning one is Mayor Mitchell's proposal for a recall process for elected officials it's an interesting Interesting process in and of itself. The proposal, which would have to be put into effect via home rule petition because of the city's charter, would have the following requirements. To recall a mayor, assessor, okay, there is assessor in here, or at large city councilor, 600 votes, initiate a recall petition by filing an affidavit with the Board of Election Commissioners that includes 100 signatures from each ward. The board will then issue recall petition blanks, which must be returned within 45 days, containing signatures from at least 15% of registered voters across the city, with 10% of such signatures coming from each ward. That's for at-large assessor or the mayor. 15% of registered voters from across the city must vote in the recall election for it to take effect. And unlike what happened in, in Fall River a couple of years back, according to the mayor's proposal, again, I have no problem with this. 
if you get ousted in a recall, you can't run or be appointed back into office. So that's fine. I think that the voters need to take the the plunge here. This is something you, you said you wanted before. You were signing the petitions. I don't know if you would have gotten up the necessary votes if if Catherine's idea ever made it to fruition or to a vote. But that process is in motion as we speak. And unless unless Catherine and company are, are feeling that, hey, if the mayor is going to do this and take care of it for us and we don't need to do it. I, I like to remind folks. And if you know what happened in Milton earlier this week, you, you'll understand where I'm coming from. What government giveth, government can taketh away. In Milton, voters decided that they didn't want the housing plan that I believe was set up by the Baker administration uh, for housing uh, in the city, in, in the vicinity of where the MBTA runs, more multifamily housing. The voters there struck it down. Earlier this week, Governor Healy struck a blow to the folks of of Milton, basically saying you're not going to be getting any uh, state funding for this, that, or the other. That's why I believe the voters need to take the initiative here. It is your city. It is your charter. Not interested in doing it? Well, that's on you. That's on you. All right, so that was one of the things we brought up. The other thing, you know, it's kind of a fun thing. And I'm wondering where we are 25 years later. Do you still have a landline telephone? And... I don't know if you consider voice over internet protocol a landline. I can see that the purist does not. If you're like me and it's connected to either a wall phone or a cordless phone, you know, I'm I'm fine with you calling it a landline. But in reality, Voice over internet protocol, it needs it needs to be plugged into a wall outlet. Whereas a Verizon phone does not need that. So in this day and age, now that we're in 2024, the 24th day of the 24th year, are you using a landline or have you have you made it into the 21st century and you're using a cell phone mostly or all of the time? Yes, we got a call from the WBSM app chat. Brian, 
Voice over Internet Protocol is a technology that allows you to make voice calls using a broadband Internet connection instead of a regular or analog phone line. Yeah, I know that. But thank you. So it is not considered a true landline that is connected with twisted pair wire from your home business to a switch facility at the phone service provider such as Verizon. Thank you, Oak Bluffs. Definitely true. But, you know, to me, there is the phone in the house, which could be cordless. And then there's the cell phone. So that's what I was pretty much basing my question on. Uh, you, you, you are absolutely correct. And many others are. I'm, I'm wondering, are you using a landline or you can say voice over Internet protocol? Whatever. I don't care. Or are you relying 100% on the cell phone? I've got people all over the board with this. 508-996-0500. I remember, you know, when I was in sixth grade, and I was really proud of this, I was chosen to be a crossing guard. We had sixth graders at different intersections Uh, going to my elementary school where we would help the little kids cross the street. We didn't get paid. We got a a badge and, you know, one of those belts that you wrap around yourself. It was kind of fun. And it showed responsibility. A lot of kids wanted to do it. I was lucky enough 